Welcome to the podcast, monsters. I'm your host, Doug Bartlett, a serial entrepreneur, founder and owner of Bartlett Roofing. If you have a mind for business or you want to grow, we are the podcast for you. All right. Welcome back to the podcast, monsters. We are here today with Chris Trungali. Chris is one of our regional sales managers here at uh, Bartlett Roofing. The reason we have Chris here today is we're going to be talking about goal setting. But first, I want to start off with uh, Chris just telling us a little bit about who you are, Chris. Uh, you know, and I'll, I'll lead into that a little bit and just say that Chris has done a phenomenal job as a regional manager here. He leads a number of our sales teams, done a great job. He's had a crazy good year this year. What's the gross volume that your 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 region has sold this year so Our far? Our revenue, last I heard, we're sitting at about uh, sixteen to seventeen million in revenue this year. Nice, nice job. Coming up strong on that uh, the company's record from last year. Yeah, and how long have you been with us, Chris? Uh, three and a half years. Three and a half years. So why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself and the journey that got you to be a regional manager, and just kind of give us a little bit of background on you. So started here in sales. I've been in sales for about 20 years. Uh, never did any roofing, but this sure looked like a good opportunity sitting up in a training room at a dealership. You know, coming in here and, and learning this process of, of what we're able to do for customers and helping people out with their with their roofs and, and really protecting their biggest asset uh, was something that was really interesting to me. And I really didn't see the value of it until after uh, putting a couple of roofs on and uh, and seeing what it is we actually do for people. Going through my own little struggles financially and, and dealing with my own internal struggles and believing that I was something good and that I was capable of doing great things. After dealing with that for long enough, I finally just decided it was time to put it up and, and I was either going to fail or I was going to win, but I wasn't going to do it off of not trying. Yeah. You know, that you, you shared an interesting story with me uh, that was a turning point for you about like how you decided to change and we're going to be talking about goal setting, but you know, what got you to that point where you, where you were ready to actually set goals and then go after them? What, what was that turning point for you? So um, about six years ago, went on a family vacation and I, uh, I was in Disneyland with my family and I told all three of my kids that uh, I'm going to pay for a vacation wherever they want to go when they graduate from high school. We're going to all of us pack up and go wherever they want. They all chose Disneyland. And, you know, that was no big deal back then. I was making a comfortable living uh, running a dealership and thought that was always just going to be there. And, you know, fast forward uh, to three years ago, and we're three months behind on bills. My son is getting ready to graduate from high school. He's going to graduate in four months, and it's it's actually in February of 2019 at this point. I came home from work, and my wife and my kids actually let me off the hook. They they gave me permission. They, they said, we understand you're working really hard, and, and we just know that it's just not going to happen this year. It's, we'll go to Disneyland next year. It's not that big a deal. Um, Alex told me himself, you know, I'm not upset. I know that you're working really hard, and I knew I wasn't. Mm. I was not working. I was not doing the things that I needed to do. I was letting myself off the hook. I was... Uh, lying more to myself than to anyone else, to you, to Roman, to any of the other leaders around here. I really was filling you guys with a line. You knew it, um, but I wasn't admitting it to myself that I really just wasn't working hard enough. And that was the turning point. It was that second when my family sat down and let me off the hook that that was just crap. I'm not going to do that anymore. I had to dig deep and just do it. I had actually quit working here for a week. I had resigned and accepted a position at another car dealership as their general manager. 
and I went there for one full week. And on that last day of that week is when they told me that it was okay that we weren't going to be able to go. And I came back here Monday morning. Roman had my iPad still sitting on his desk, and he said, yeah, I never turned it off. Just go ahead and get back to work. <laughs> so um, that did it. I mean, to fast-track the rest of that story, that was the middle of February. I didn't have any contracts. I uh, I got seven people help that month, seven the next, seven the next, 13, 10. By the end of July, I had signed 44 contracts, and 41 roofs went into production out of those 44. Nice. And instead of being three months behind on bills, I had, by the end of July, all of my bills paid through February and the Disneyland vacation covered. What was your goal when you came back and you decided, I'm not going to live that way? You made that decision that you weren't going to have your family let you off the hook. But what happened in your mind with your goals? What, what, what was going on there? You know, honestly, as much as I feel like it's very important to write down goals and, and keep that dream board, at that moment... I didn't even I didn't want to limit myself. I just thought I'm going to go as hard as I can and really see what's possible. You hear a long a long time or a lot in self improvement videos and anything on YouTube that you watch. A lot of different people that I listen to, um, they talk about how powerful you are, how great you are, and how capable you are of doing really amazing, great things. Mm-hmm. And I really didn't believe that. And so I had to dig deep and just think, I'm going to pretend that that's me and pretend that I can actually do that and just go to work every day and literally just be exhausted when I get home. I'm going to work so damn hard getting on as many roofs as I can every day and helping as many people as I can that if I am not exhausted when I get home and just completely drained, I didn't do it good enough. And I really didn't know what was going to happen. Really, I was just hoping that I would be able to get that vacation paid for and just not be broke anymore. Yeah. You know, we just, we just prior episode did, uh, you know, uh, we talked about limiting beliefs and, you know, you, your, your limiting belief or was your inability to accept success. And so you didn't act in a way that was leading you to success. Right. That's right. And one of the things that I live by that I believe is that if I set my mind to it and I'm willing to put in the work, I can do anything. Right. Yeah. So I look at life and say, if I want to be an astronaut, some way, somehow I can become an astronaut. And that sounds crazy to some people, but there's a, if there's a will, there's a way. I mean, and in this day and age, you know, they just sent William Shatner to space, right? (laughs) Captain Kirk went to space. (laughs) Dude's like 90 years old. Yeah, he's 90 years old and he just went to space. Uh, You know, contrary to what we all thought when we were kids, he wasn't living in space. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But where there's a will, there's a way. And uh, you removed the, the belief and just said, I'm going to do, right? Mm-hmm. And so you took action. I'm going to swing this back to goal setting. And, and let me ask you, why is goal setting important? But it, without goals in place, you really don't have anything you're aiming for. And it doesn't matter if you believe in yourself or not. If you're not actually going after one thing or multiple things, you're not going to achieve it. If you don't have a dartboard in front of you, why hold the darts? You're not going to get anything accomplished if you don't actually have a goal in front of you and a path forward to hit that goal. Yeah, you know, I think that goals are important for a couple of reasons. One of them is is that you're going to put something out there that it gives you a clear target, something that you're going to strive for. Then you can put in your, your KPIs, your key performance indicators, to measure your progress on the way. And if you... You know, and, and we can talk about how to how you set goals. Um, you know, are they relevant? 
Um, are they simple? You know, the kiss, me- kiss, me- uh, kiss method. Yeah. Uh, which I can't remember what case. Keep it answer. simple, stupid. Keep, well, no. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> but are your goals relevant? Are they time restricted? And are they achievable? And, uh, you know, those are, those are key factors to setting goals. But I think it's important not only, though, for the progress along the way, but also if you hit your goals, you can celebrate your success and you can understand that you've had success and give yourself that positive feedback that you are actually being successful at what you set out to do. Yeah. Because without it, uh, it doesn't matter how well you do, you're maybe always going to think, oh, I could have done better. Yeah. Or I didn't do good enough. Exactly. And if you do hit it, then that's a whole different story. Yeah. Um, I, I really think one of the good things, too, about having a, a goal in front of you, a massive goal, something that might not even be obtainable or that you believe at the time is obtainable, um, it it allows you to do more than you think you're capable of. Because if it's 5 o'clock and it's light out until 8 and you've got three more hours to work, but you're tired, you're sweaty, you're you're at the end of your battery source, you don't have anything left, you're going to keep on going because you know that you haven't done enough yet to get that goal. Mm-hmm. Eventually, you kind of start counting how much success you've had, and my mathematical brain puts me at, you know, if I do this every day for the next three months, theoretically, I'll actually hit this goal. Right. And so it encourages you to keep on going. But if, like I said, if you don't have that goal in front of you written down somewhere or everywhere, you're not going to hit it. Um, I actually had a picture of, because I'm really into guns. Everyone that knows me knows this. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a picture of a Glock hung up in my house on the mirror, above my bed, <laughs> on the door to the garage, on the way out and on the way in and probably a couple others everywhere else, and one in my actual car. But I had a picture of this. It wasn't because I needed to have a, a Glock, but it was just a gun. I wanted to go out and get my first concealed carry gun, something that I could feel good about protecting my family with. I never had the income to just go out and just spend five, 600 bucks on a gun and, and have that. So that was there, and that just kept me in mind because all the money we ever had coming in was going for paying rent, buying food. There was never enough disposable income for me to go do something special for myself. And that was that first thing that I wanted to go do. And then it spitballed to where I've got more than a dozen guns now, and I've got a, you know, pretty bitchin' 454 Camaro in the garage. Yeah. And uh, it's it allows you to do some really cool things when you put those goals down. And yeah. I've got to rebuild my dream board. We talked about that. I, I mm-hmm. peeled off. I had that dream board filled up of all those pictures of things that I really wanted to have in my life. And I peeled them off one by one as I hit them. And it got to the point where my dream board was empty. I had one picture of a gun on there. I was like, done. Got to restart. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I want to rewind to something that you said that, you know, just kind of a segue off this goal setting bit is that we're, we're more capable and we have more in us to do than what we believe we can if we just go out and do it. Um, you know, you, you hear about like, you know, there's studies of, you know, people think they're exhausted when they've only actually used up maybe 60% of their energy. I don't know what the stats are. I'm just, I just made that up. But if you're forced to do it, that you're actually capable of achieving a lot more than you thought you were. Yeah. Um, and just getting out there and putting in the action 
it changes things. If your life was at stake, or actually better put, and you've used this analogy before, <laughs> but I'm going to tweak it a little bit. If someone's life that was dear to you was at stake and you had to do double what you've done in your most exhaustive day, you'll do it. Right. You'll do it. If, if I've done five roof inspections in a day and I'm just exhausted, and really those five roof inspections only equated to about four and a half hours of actual work on the roof. Right. How many hours in the day do I have? Could I do 10? Yes, I, I could do 10. Your, your limitations are only what you think they are. Yeah. You know, I think it's, you know, important you know, because it gives you measurables. You, you can reward yourself. Also, it's something that you can celebrate. What's the difference between a goal and a dream? A dream is something that you hope to obtain at some point in the distant future to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a goal is something, uh, a lot of goals that I've been setting as of late in the last two years or so are goals that I either set for a quarter or I set for a year. And you've seen this in the last two years, especially I set a large goal and I hit that goal, Mm -hmm. you know, so that goal, I knew I was going to hit it last year as a sales manager, that goal was 500 jobs into production on my team. Mm -hmm. We hit exactly 500 jobs into production on my team. And the goal this year was to beat the company's revenue from last year, just in my region this year. We're really, I mean, we are as close to hitting that as we were this time last year to hitting the 500 into production. Yeah. It's just, and so that's what almost there. Yeah. That's what a goal is. A goal is something that you can uh, hit in a short time frame. I think about a year is about the longest really that I think you have some goals that are longer than that. I mean, if, if someone's 150 pounds overweight and they say, my goal is to be completely fit. I want to look like Ryan Reynolds. Like, okay, that's a, I don't, maybe that's not so much a dream. It is a goal, but that's a pretty big, fast, long goal to try to do something in three months, six months, or even a year to hit that. Yep. Like there's, that's something that's a dream and you break that into segments, which are goals. And uh, so for me, the difference between a goal and a dream is, is writing it down and making a plan. If I don't have it written down, if I haven't made a plan for how I'm going to achieve it, it's just a dream. It's yeah. just something I'm talking you about. You know, that's a, that's exactly, that's a different way to look at it. And that's actually uh, probably the most measurable way to look at it. You, you are just dreaming about it if you don't actually have it in front of you. Yeah, if you don't if you don't have a plan to achieve it, then it's just a dream. Uh, there isn't any reality to it. But if you take the time to think it through enough to say, "Hey, how am I going to do this?" Uh, then it becomes a real goal. That's when it becomes something that's tangible, it's measurable, it's achievable. You know the steps you need to take. Mm-hmm. You know the action you take every day to make it happen. And that's that's one thing I've admired about you, actually, Chris. Is uh, I've seen you set these goals for what you're going to do for a year. And uh, you have a single minded determination to hit those goals. What do you, what do you attribute that uh, determination to? Um, Being the underdog all my life. Okay. Um, I have a twin sister. I was always the one that was the underachiever straight A student for her, you know, scraping by C's and D's. I passed. I never got held back and I graduated, but I was, I did just enough. And I always, never had any more uh, expectations than doing just that. Okay. 
um, yeah, I, I think that that's, you know, often the case is, is that, you know, we look at it at life and just say, uh, you know, I, I'm, I don't know if I'm capable of it. And then there is a point where you say, I'm going to hit my goals. I'm going to make my dreams become a reality. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to go out there and take the action to make it happen. I want to break it down a little bit about setting goals. I have a way of personally setting goals and how I coach people to set goals is, uh, start off, um, with the long-term vision and write it down. What is that long-term vision? It might be a 10 year goal or a five year goal. Maybe sometimes it's just a one year goal. I usually try to like look at it and say, what's your five year goal. Mm-hmm. And then break that down to, well, what happened, what needs to happen in the next 12 months in order for me to hit that five year goal. Mm-hmm. And, and you write that down of what's going to happen in the next 12 months. And then you break that down. Well, what needs to happen in six months in order for me to hit that one year goal. And you knock that back down to, uh, once you're down to six months, what's the, what's the monthly target in order to hit my six month goal. And so you've got six months worth of very clear goals written down. You take that and you reverse engineer that down to weeks and you reverse engineer that down to what needs to happen every single day between now and six months from now for me to hit that goal. Because if you can hit that one, then you're going to hit the one-year goal yep. and you're going to hit the five-year goal. Yeah, exactly. And so that engineering of understanding the daily activity, what needs to happen each and every day is the key to re- achieving those long-term results. Cause we all underestimate what we can do in a year. We, we overestimate usually what we can do in a day. Like everybody's got a still to do list at the end of the day that didn't quite get done. But if you're hitting that, you know, uh, that weekly goal, uh, 80, 90% of the time, you're going to hit that six month goal and you're going to hit that one year goal. Exactly. And you're going to hit that five year goal. You know, I, there's a couple things I use. Uh, I do believe in dream boards. I need to redo mine right now. Like you, I had a dream board, um, you know, that had a number of things up on it. You know, it showed a fleet of trucks, uh, for the business, uh, uh that, uh, we've exceeded that significantly. Yeah, we've got more trucks than we're on that picture. Um, for sure. Uh, I had, you know, travel on there, good personal relationships, you know, I'm an artist as well. So, you know, the, some getting back into more art that I hadn't done in years and, uh, and fitness and, and it, to one extent or another, all those have happened. Still working on the fitness one. Every other goal has been completely hit and, and, uh, you know, and I, and I lost 90 pounds this year. And so, you know, I've made good progress toward that, uh, still a ways to go, uh, for me to be happy with it, but I need to redo a dream board, but I think it's super important. And that, that dream board, as, as you can tell, you know, where was that dream board at? Uh, when you started and, and you know, what, what did you see? I had just gotten an office at the time that I built that dream board. So it was on my wall behind me. Yeah. It was something that uh, I looked at every day when I was coming in and uh, throughout the day as I was just kind of often thought it's something that was right in front of me that I was looking at. Yeah. And that's where mine was, is right next to me on my desk. So my monitors are right here and right here on the wall, there's my dream board. Yeah. And so I have to look at it every single day. And then I also put screensavers on my computer monitors of someplace I want to go or like a yacht that I want to buy or a car that I want to get. And so there's constant reminders of that. I also take a dry erase marker and I write down my goals. Uh, Usually my shorter term ones are written down in a dry erase marker on the mirror in my bathroom. Mm -hmm. So when I get up every morning and I do my thankfulness meditation, which isn't really much of a meditation, it's just three minutes of just thinking about the things I'm thankful for in my life to set my head in the right place to start the day. As soon as I hit the bathroom, there's my goals. Uh, this is what I need to do. This is what I need to achieve. There's some pretty basic broken down goals of the things I'm striving to do at this point in my life. So there's reminders all around me of what it is I'm trying to achieve. Yeah. And I think that that's a key is to keep that reminder of why you're doing it 
and what you're doing. And so the why is the dream board mm-hmm. and the what I'm doing for me is the bathroom mirror. Yeah. And so having those two things working together changes my mindset along with that thankfulness that I have. Uh, then I can go out and hit every day with a great attitude and being thankful for the life that I've been given uh, and the life that I've worked to earn and for the people that are around me and the people that are, I'm in relationships with and my family and the opportunities that this world presents because we live in this world of endless opportunities. It's just, if you don't see them, it's just your failure to recognize them because there's something going on in your mindset because there's more opportunities abounding than I can possibly have the time to get to. Yeah. You know, I think that, you know, one other thing is, is that, uh, you know, your focus, how do you keep your focus? You know, really it's by looking at those goals every day. I, I feel like there's, if it's, if the goal is just about making me happy or accomplishing something that only I want, that's not enough. Um, I felt like this when I would go out knocking doors. If I had a new guy with me, I was aces at the door. I was going to knock on that door. I was going to get that homeowner helped out. We're going to file a claim and I'm getting that roof bought and I'm going to get it replaced. And all that homeowner has to do is pay 500 bucks and end a story. And I was going to show this new guy behind me that I was the guy. Right. You know, but if I was alone, sometimes that's just not enough. Yeah. So I, if I'm bringing other people along with me, if, if my goal helps other people win, that's really what pushes me every day. Yeah, I would wholeheartedly agree with that. Uh, Goals become much more real when they aren't just about you. When you know that you're going to let somebody else down Mm -hmm. in some way or another, you're not going to help as many customers as you could have. You're going to let a new salesperson down by not teaching them the way to do things right or setting a good example for them or holding them accountable if that's what needs to happen. Or if you're going to let an employee down by not following through or not getting things done better the next time and just, you know, making those small improvements then uh, then you're then you're letting a lot of people down. So those goals become very important is if you set them properly to include not just what's for me, but what's, you know, who am I helping? And if, if your goals include a bunch of people that you're helping, it's a lot tougher to just, you know, walk away because you, you know that it's not just you that's being affected anymore, right? Yeah. Anything else that you'd like to add to the to the, to goal setting and focus and, and where this is going? You know, I, I took a note while you were talking of, you know, breaking down those goals by a time frame. And we, we pretty much covered that, but it really is finding out what it really is that you need. Cause I, I confused myself a long time ago with setting goals and not really understanding what, uh, what I was trying to get out of it. Cause you know, what's a goal back, back when I was broke, my goal was to not be broke. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't have any dream. I didn't have anything that was pushing me outside of that. And I feel like we get a lot of people in here sometimes that are broken or whether it's here or anywhere else in life, any other a uh, person that may see this or listen to it, uh, they've gone through hell and they're in a bad place or they have been in a bad place. What's the saying? It's you're either heading towards a disaster, you're in a disaster, you're coming out of a disaster. By not making the goal being broke or not being broke anymore, but by making the goal something that you maybe don't even believe you can achieve and then breaking it down. And uh, for me, last year, to go back to that 500, it was doing more than I had to do each month. And some months you do more, but the months that you do less were covered by the months that you did more. Yeah. So uh, just, I guess, reiterate, just work your ass off every day. Get out of the car. Get out of off the couch. Put the Cheetos down and go work as hard as you possibly can. And when you think you're done and there's still daylight, you're not done. 
go hit one more. Yeah, you know, I'm going to I'm going to wrap this up with some takeaways here and uh the takeaways are that first of all, um life is work. Period. You're either working uh at dealing with your depression because you haven't gone out and achieved goals or you're working to achieve your goals and experiencing success. But either way it's work. Yes. And either way it's hard. So oh, it's choo- so much harder to fail. So choose your hard. Yeah. Right? Um have focus. Set some goals that are big enough that they don't just affect you. Choose goals that are going to affect people. They're going to affect your family. They're going to affect your your closer relationships. They're going to affect your customers. Um, choose goals that are going to make an impact that they're going to that you know you're going to be letting people down if you don't really get out there and and achieve those goals. Yeah. Visualize those goals. Give yourself some visuals. Put them on the screensaver. Make a dream board. You know, it doesn't have to be fancy. Doesn't, it, and I would recommend that it's not even digital. Honestly, go out there and print off pictures uh, that you find on the internet of stuff that you like, and get a glue stick and a piece of cardboard. That's what mine was. You know, about two feet long, one foot tall, about fifteen different little pictures that were just glue sticked onto a piece of crappy cardboard that had the rough edges on it. Didn't matter. Doesn't matter. Pinned to the wall. Yep. And I have to see that every day. And then, what are your action steps someplace? What do you need to do every day to achieve that goal? Write that down someplace where you can't miss it, along with that visual, and uh, and then just go out there and attack each day. Put in the work. That's the good work. That's going to lead to your success. It's going to lead to you to hitting the achievements that you want to hit and change the life that you want it to be. And that's that's going to uh, profoundly impact your life. Yeah. And if you can do that, then you've really got something to work with. So. I think that's it for for this episode, Monsters. uh, Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you on the next one. All right.